0: This episode of the podcast is brought to you by the Fraternity Club of Ferry Meadow. You can get your best wood fire pizzas in the Illawarra here. Come on down, join us a member, grab a drink, have dinner, sit back and watch some football on the big screen. If you're having a function, be sure to get in contact with a frat as they have an extremely large function room upstairs in the club. The podcast is also brought to you by our sponsor, Oss Brokers, City State Insurance Brokers. Contact them or see them at their office on Crown Street just above Zambrero for all your insurance needs. Both of our sponsors are fantastic supporters of football. Both are run by football people, so be sure to show some support. And welcome to the South Coast Football Holic, and welcome to the Football Holic for the first time. Football South Coast reporter, Nathan Turner. What's happened, mate? Well, oh, good. not a lot. Finally got on the show, yeah, eh? It took, only took me a year. Yeah, it's a bit long. <laughs> decent decent round of IPL football over the weekend. So, what was your biggest eye-catcher from over the weekend?
1: Oh, probably the game that I was at. Yeah. Winona Port about, Kembla.
0: Tell us about that one. Four
1: all. Oh, my Jeez. goodness. That was um, insane. Oh, yeah. Winona, just all over him in the first half. Port didn't look anything in it. And then hit, what, uh, 78th, 79th minute and Port Kembla mm-hmm. just blitzed him. A um, couple of mistakes at the back and, yeah. Well, what was the turning point those mistakes at the back? Or, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, Bryce Darnell in goal, actually. Direct yeah. goalkeeper assist, so <laughs> massive.
0: So, And who were some of the standouts players from the weekend that caught your eye? And I'll name two, uh, Scory Ains-Ghost and Jordan Nikolovsky from that game. Obviously, both got doubles. Haynes Gross was involved in every goal in that game. Another one I'll touch on is Mitsuo Yamada as well from United who got a hat trick. Any other extras you can think of coming to mind? Or those two in particular? All those three in particular, I'd say.
1: Oh no, I'm going to touch on uh, Ben McDonald from Bly. Yeah, scoring yeah. a brace, so he's started well, yeah. his uh, goal scoring campaign. Um, so yeah, big big game from him, and uh, also Josh McDonald netting for Wollongong Olympic for the first time yeah, too. Yeah,
0: yeah, definitely definitely good confidence booster for both of those guys there. So. Moving on to this weekend, what or who are you looking out for going into round three?
1: Oh, it's an interesting one. Mm. You want players or you want teams?
0: Oh, both.
1: Both. It. It's probably bulleye Wollongong United That's game, a big of, game game of the round. Big game. Looking after last year, especially after the Burt Benton Cup final, mm. a couple of games throughout the year where Wollongong United sort of, um, yeah... Definitely showed there. It seems
0: to always be big games when they play against
1: each massive other. Massive games, days. And they
0: literally. Don't, they don't like each other. No. Nah. Definitely don't like each other.
1: Definitely a grudge match right there, and both sides coming off big wins. So, mm. be a very interesting one to see. Come this
0: time next week, though. What do you reckon the headlines will read? Oof, it's a tough one.
1: It might even go completely opposite way and say, I know something about you know Port Kembla, Albion Park, Port Kembla finding some well, form, that's, yeah. That's Albion a Park, one. you know, good contenders. So yeah, it could mm. be a big game as well, but. Could go either way, you know. Could go either
0: yeah. Way. yeah. Especially with uh, Abby Park's new coach. We'll touch on that in a minute. But your tip for player of the round this weekend?
1: Uh, I probably won't go past uh, Corey Haynes-Gross.
0: Yeah, after last week. Yeah. yeah, it was huge.
1: Two two goals to assist last round. So, yeah, I reckon mm. uh, big, big wraps against, uh, against Coniston as well. So, yeah. if he's you know, involved as well.
0: I'll go either him, Kawasaki or Jordan Nico. I reckon those three have had a great start of the year. And we'll touch on, before we get into the round two review, we'll touch on, obviously, Albion Park White Eagles been quite busy over the weekend. Obviously, Rob Burke and Chad Bishop have departed as coaches. And within the day, they've found Alvin Checkley, who will be taking over Albion Park as as head coach for the first time, his first ever coaching gig. So, fair to say that change caught everyone outside from Albion Park by surprise. Obviously, I can't speak for Albion Park themselves, but it did come out of the blue from me personally and a couple of people externally, not in the club, obviously. What are you looking forward to seeing most from the new Albion Park and Checkley combination
1: here? Oh, well, it's a lot of experience with Checkley, I mm. think. Uh, Sydney FC sort of wraps there. So um, it's bringing experience from, you know, the best level of football in Australia. Mm. So um, obviously we say Albion Park wide here because, uh, you know, the team to beat this year, they haven't had, you know, they're, they're still winning a draw as well but mm. haven't seen their best football yet so hopefully no. uh you know Checkley can you know really bring mm. that out in them a
0: bit a bit, bit of not the best start from Amelian Park but four points from six games isn't isn't too bad but I think we'll touch on it later if they want to be pushing further though they need to be getting three points from all those games in particular and I've said th- I think I've said this about Checker before he's had two careers really he's had a professional career and he's had a or primarily Premier League career like twenty five plus years ridiculous. So and it's I think insane. it was I think it was written on earlier in the week as well that probably calls curtains on his career, unfortunately.
1: Yeah, definitely. But um, look back to just two seasons ago, and he wins the comp with Caramel. So at, at what forty four something? Literally, it's yeah. Ridiculous. So yeah, he's insane. Same player, very mm-hmm. lot, lots of experience. So excited to see what he can bring to the White Eagles, I suppose.
0: Absolutely. We will get into our round two review now, and we'll touch on. Good Friday games first. We'll go to Malawi Park Parkway. Wollongong United defeated Corrimal four two. A hat trick to Mitsuo Yamada, as mentioned earlier, an outstanding performance from him. United look solid from the get go. Was this the start of the season you were expecting from them?
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, you know they're champions for a reason. After you know Grand Final last year and sticking it to you know the for majority of the season, you always knew they were going to start strong. Mm. Um, and yeah, what a what a performance by Yamada! I think mm. it was like a seventeen-minute hat trick or something like that. It was quick. Yeah, was over really over half time. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, three nil up. You know, early in the second half. So yeah, it's probably what you want. Mm. Good stuff.
0: I, I was watching the stream. They had a stream about it earlier, and I remember I tuned in just before he scored the first, and then within it was probably within a minute he scored his second. So it was like quick, 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 just like that. But for Coromel, look, two loss, losses to start of the season isn't ideal. So what do you reckon they need to do to grab those first points?
1: Well, I'll probably start a bit quicker, I think. Um, they didn't get going until, you know, 50-something minute in the Wollongong United game. And mm. and then i bring it back to 3-2, but ultimately it was too late. And yeah. Wollongong United sort of just went from there. But, yeah, if they can get the start right, then mm. maybe they can pick up a few more points in the next couple of weeks.
0: Definitely be a grudge game when they go up against South Coast United this weekend who also haven't got a win under their belt yet. So Wollongong Olympic and Kujula. Wollongong Olympic getting home 4-1. It was nil-nil at halftime, which made for interesting viewing, but the scoring then went berserk in the second half of five goals. Olympic grade being their second
1: win on the trot to sit top of the table after two rounds. Yeah, I mean, also, credits to Cringilla. I mean, it mm-hmm. was, what, they were 2-1 down, 90th minute when um, when they scored then, and um, it was only two stoppages, stoppage goals to win Olympic to mm-hmm. sort of, you know, close out the game. So, okay. yeah, two two weeks in a row from Cringilla, we saw, you know, their best football in patches. Um, so, you know, against the... A lower team this weekend or in the next couple of weeks we could see them you know pick up a few points yeah, interesting which brings me to the my next question would Condrilla leave this game
0: disappointed that they lost obviously or take confidence from the fact that look they held olympic to no goals so at least till half time they're in the game until the end would they take confidence out of that or would they be disappointed oh, think? I, I
1: think confidence for sure 100 yeah. um you know willan olympic are tipped you know title contenders this mm. year and and if they're sort of you know, keeping them at bay for you know 80, 80 minutes or so, then, yeah, that's definitely a big confidence boost out for them. And they were reduced down to 10 men as well. Um, yep. Lockie Bureau was sent off. I'm um, not too sure how late in the, the half mm-hmm. that was. But, yeah, I mean, 2-1 until, what, stoppages, mm. definitely.
0: And considering Olympic have had two big results in beating Bull
1: and obviously going
0: on to win commandingly against Kringilla, have we seen the best of Olympic yet, or do you think there's still
1: more to come? I think there's still more to come. hundred yeah. um, percent. As, as, as I said, like they didn't get going until second half. It was a lot half time, and you know majority of the good teams are finishing up those games before half time. Mm. Um, and then they were slow starting against Bullo as well. Didn't get the lead till second half. Mm. So yeah, I definitely think there's best to come, better to come for Olympic, which is yeah, very scary considering yeah, they've got six know. points yeah. in the first two games,
0: That's, which is pretty <laughs> insane seems like they're doing their best work in the second half at the moment, in particular the first two weeks. So we'll move on just up the road to Tarawana Oval where Bulleye got up 4-1 over Tarawana. The bounce back for Bulleye in which they would have expected from themselves. A double from McDonald, a goal from Van Zyl, which is typical from both of them. And a first IPL goal for Bulleye from one of the biggest signings, Nick Kalitla, Massive. as well at the back. And for Tarawana, results-wise, their season couldn't have started much worse, unfortunately. Down down 4-1 on Good Friday, and then obviously losing the catch-up round one game last night, 5-1 to Wollongong United. But mind you, they've also played two of the strongest teams in the league. So what do you reckon the Blues need to do to get their season going?
1: Oh, I mean, you know, as you said, it is early. It's mm-hmm. two of the best teams in the competition in Bulleye and Wollongong United. Um, probably not the best sort of start they wanted, but mm-hmm. you know, give it a couple of weeks. They might pull a couple of results against lower teams, mid-table teams, um, build some confidence, momentum there as well. Um, they are a young side as well. So, like, um, obviously they can't really compete with the big sort of teams, you know, first off like that. So give it time to gel. They might, you know, pick up a few mm-hmm. points here and there. So definitely and, coming for them.
0: And for Bulleye, you expect them to get a take this result just push on now
1: yeah essentially like put in the past just leave it um obviously it was a double header weekend massive weekend for him so yeah don't even worry about it mm-hmm. move on from there and
0: for albion park one all draw with Belambi, as i think we touched on earlier so we said last week when josh bartlett was on the pod that Belambi wouldn't go to albion park without a fight and boy they brought the fight to the wide was in there
1: yeah one all i mean you, you picked Balambi sort of you know ninth, eighth, ninth place in the mm, table, and yeah. you're, you're thinking Albion Park White Eagles for favourites for the title are going to blow mm. this game out, but yeah, definitely. Credits to Josh for for saying that one. Yeah, yeah I, I would have yeah. picked that. But definitely, good on him. <laughs> um, good game from Balambi too. Yeah, yeah, very,
0: um, very strong, very strong game from Balambi. and there's been although their squad wise, recruitment wise. It's not the most notable, not a, lot of the, not a lot of the most notable names on paper for the majority of them, but boy, they're, they're taking it to the big teams at the moment, they're putting up a fight big time and getting some good results from them as well, so credit must go to them and to their coach, Jeff Allport as well. But for Abbey Park, look, a disappointing result for a team expected to be up near the top, and they themselves will know that they need maximum points from games like this if they're going to challenge for the title.
1: Yeah, 100%. Yeah, that's a, that's a massive uh, drop points for the White Eagles, and... Um, obviously, the uh, coaching changed midweek, so maybe mm. that can turn things around up there. Yeah.
0: And grabbing a point at one of the toughest away games of the year was Ballandi. So for Ballandi, how much confidence can they take from this one? Oh,
1: massive, massive amount. And that was their first game as well. You yeah, know, given that first are, round was a fun. washout against Winuna. so they've got a double header in a couple of weeks against them. Um, so yeah, that's a that's a big confidence booster for for the Rosellas after you know that performance. Given first round of the season for them technically.
0: And this one, this one easily match of the round. <laughs> Definitely. And you got lucky because you were the one who was reporting on this game. So, Wanoona 4, Port Kembla 4. So, what else can you say except, wow, like, Nate, you reported this game, so tell us everything that happened. I don't even own. know where to
1: start, honestly. Yeah. Um, Wanoona just, yeah, blistered him at the start. Um, Corey Hens-Gross returning to Ocean Park with style, really. Oh, yeah. Um, finishing with two goals and two assists. Um, you know, credit, obviously, credit's definitely to port kembler um they were down and out 4 one in the 77th minute as mentioned mm-hmm. before and um it was inspired by you know their new signing jordan Nikolovsky. he's picked up two goals and an assist as well as uh, bryce darnell in goal you, not very often you say that goalkeepers get an assist <laughs> and it was directly off his kick that mm-hmm. jordan Nikolovsky scored the second one as well that sparked the comeback too so insane game mm-hmm. one of the best i've seen in years to be mm-hmm. fair
0: He's got a mean drop kick, Darnell. He's got a mean, killer. mean drop Very kick. killer.
1: So yeah, definitely teams need to be watching out for that. And I actually spoke with Dan Bogdanic after the game, and he watched their first round clash, and he said we need to watch out for those drop kicks and just it was probably, never. It was
0: probably the one that caught me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Day, oh, to probably. <laughs> yeah. Definitely.
1: And um, yeah, I mean, and he he said as well, he was you know very disappointed in dropping the points, but yeah, um, not really the mistakes that Winona defensive line will make either. So no.
0: well, it was mentioned after the game that the Sharks had scored more goals in that game than any other game last year but it was also the most goals that were conceded compared to any other game last year as well so you'd look at the game and think 4-1 game's done which I'm sure just about everyone did but Paul Campbell just flicked a switch and banged three goals like that what was the turning point?
1: Oh, it was just something simple. Like it could have been just a, a simple mistake from the Winona back line. Like a one in a hundred chance for them where mm. they slipped up and Nikoloski picked up the ball and scored. And then from there, it was just sort of all momentum shifted to Port Kembla. But I'm not too sure if Winuna sort of stepped off the gas a little bit, but yeah, they definitely let it slip from the end there.
0: And Corey Haynes gross. like, seriously, all last year, he had a tough last year and everyone knows, he knows that obviously Olympic, didn't go the move to Olympic didn't go as planned but man what a return to the Sharks involved in every goal
1: a massive massive return as well and he could have had a couple more too he was just absolutely scintillating up front um, everything he touched was pretty much you know perfect for mm. him um, and yeah two squared goals as well for easy tap-ins for Robbie Gadusi too so he's not selfish he's, he's going to be setting up mm. his uh, fellow attackers too be interesting
0: to see that link up between Ainsgross and Gordiosi throughout the year as well which will be Exciting for uh, external fans to see now. Another exciting attacking play from this game. Jordan Nikolovsky, big start of the year as well. Four goals in two games. It definitely shouldn't go unnoticed.
1: No, definitely not. It's one of the signings of the season. I think it's it's already round two, and you're already seeing that. Mm. Um, you look at Port Campbell last year, where they were struggling like that, and then they brought in such an attacking player, Nikolovsky, and, mm. and they're sitting on you know four points after two games. So, uh, massive raps to him. Massive raps to Stuart Beattie for bringing him in too, and mm. and yeah, definitely upward signs to come for port too
0: now this will be a very tough question which team do you reckon can take the most confidence from this game
1: out of winuna port mm. oh that is a tough one um I, i'd say port um yeah. if they can sort of fix from the start they can yeah definitely you know mm. go from there and build it from there but yeah as, as, as we said um winuna should be winning those games they should be cruising for one up so mm. yeah definitely they'll be disappointed in that result.
0: I think the fact that Coniston brought that deficit, which most teams would think, no, nah, the game's done, to bring that back as quickly as you can, as late as they can, and nearly jag a winner, confidence has definitely got to come from that as well. But Saturday night, the final game of the round where Coniston beat South Coast United 2-1, a tight contest to finish the round. A 35-yard strike from Jake Molando gave Cono the lead in the first half before a penalty from Tomahito Jada. Early in the second, doubled the advantage. And Tony Musumeci showed some superb strength on the ball to score his first goal in South Coast United Colours afterwards. And South Coast took to grab an equaliser, but to no avail, Connell ensuring that they are now six points from six to start the year.
1: So Connell will be very pleased with that perfect start. Great start. Six from six. Mm. That's um, yeah, pretty much what they brought in uh, Rob Janoski for,
0: isn't it? Yeah. And particular in particular... Obviously, Janowski come from Connell. The other guys come from Connell. Sturgio has been really good for them so far, the first two Powerhouse rounds. Powerhouse midfield, Sturgio yeah. is, yeah, definitely. And Loves um, to pick a switch ball.
1: Yeah, I mean, and, and you say how good their attack's going with Milando um, picking up mm. two and two, but I think, yeah, from the and back. He's done started from fullback. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. From the back, it's, it's, yeah, really really looking good at the back for, for mm. Coniston and, and credits to Sturgio and Milando for leading that charge too. Mm. On the other hand though,
0: a much improved from South Coast United, a much improved performance rather from South Coast United who had a disappointing 4-1 loss against Paul Campbell in round one. They were in the game for the majority, just about all, or They, were, they were, basically they're in the game. They're in the game, they were, it was a tight contest. Much improvement from round one. How much confidence can they take from this one?
1: Oh, good one, definitely. Um, as much as we're saying from this round, um, those teams are sticking it to those bigger teams. And mm. if you can get... I mean, two-one result, still a loss. But yeah. if you if you're a team that's coming up after a four-one defeat and you're sticking it to a team that's potential top five, then mm. yeah, hundred percent, you can yeah. take a take a result out of it and be like, look, we can build from here, um, and definitely you know upwards to come from from mm. there for South Coast United too. So um, yeah, it's a good bounce back, I thought after after that dumping yeah. in round one. Mm. So.
0: And we'll move on now to
1: round three, the round three preview this weekend.
0: Time flies quickly. We'll Man, into round three, three, three already? How? <laughs> <laughs> it's gone quick. Feels like the frack cup only started yesterday. <laughs> Literally. <Yeah. laughs> this episode of the podcast is brought to you by the Fraternity Club of Ferry Meadow. You can get your best wood fire pizzas in the Ellawarra here. Come on down, join us as a member, grab a drink, have dinner, sit back and watch some football on the big screen. If you're having a function, be sure to get in contact with a frat as they have an extremely large function room upstairs in the club. The podcast is also brought to you by our sponsor, Oss Brokers, City State Insurance Brokers. Contact them or see them at their office on Crown Street, just above Zambrero for all your insurance needs. Both of our sponsors are fantastic supporters of football. Both are run by football people, so be sure to show some support. And we'll get into our first one. There's Friday Night Football this week, 8 p.m. at Korean Park. We've got Kunjula and Tarawana a huge game for both of these sides. And for Tara, they need some points after a tough, tough first two games, obviously against Boulogne and Wollongong United. And for Gringilla, they'll be looking to grab their first points of the year after holding two strong sides out for significant periods of time during their first two fixtures. Who's better poised going into this one?
1: Well, I'd probably say Gringilla, to be honest with you. Mm. Um, as you said, they you know, held two top teams to... You know, close results after the first two rounds. Um, obviously, 4-1 against the sort Olympics of ju- doesn't justify mm. the game they played. And um, But yeah, both teams on no points after the first two games. That this mm. game's going to be firing. so Definitely. Um, yeah, it's, a, it's a big one. Like, you talk about all those big teams playing each other, but these sort of bottom-of-the-table clashes, especially after the first two rounds, losing both of them. Definitely going to be tight. It's, um, yeah, it's very passionate games, these ones. So yeah, it'll be a good one.
0: Do you expect Tara to bounce back performance-wise in this one?
1: Yeah, it'll be a good performance from them I think um, against you know, a lower sort of team in Cringillo as well so um, they might be able to play their style of football which they love, mm. sort of free-flowing uh, attacking football with their youngsters so um, yeah, big test for them this weekend
0: It has been tough for Tara obviously conceding nine goals in the first two games a Tough opposition of course but that's of course that's something they want to sewn up beforehand as well Your tip, man of the match and scoreline?
1: Oh, just throwing me under the bus here. Yeah, Jeez, I'm not, I'm not prepared for this. <laughs> <laughs> um, look, um, I, I'm going to go with Cringilla. I think it'll be either a high-scoring one or a really, really tight one. Yeah. Um, maybe like a one 0 or a three-two, but I think I'm going to go with three-two uh, for Cringilla, mm-hmm. and I'm going to I'm going to go over a curveball here, uh, Nicholas High. Nick I've I, seen I've yeah. seen him a fair bit in the last couple of years. I've really liked him, and you know, bursting into the team of first grade for towards the last season mm-hmm. and then in this one as well. I think yeah, he'll have a good one. So I'll pick him. I'll go
0: 2-2, man of the match, Brody Page from Tarawana. I reckon he's poised for a big game here. Another youngster. Yeah, big one. Big game this one here, Bull Light against Wollongong United, Two three p.m. Saturday at Balls Paddock. I reckon going into the round, easily the biggest game of the round. It's no question these two do not like each other after some of the massive games they've had over the last few years. There's been a rivalry built for both sides. Goals haven't been an issue. Mm -hmm. Where do you reckon this game will be won and lost?
1: Oh, probably in defence. Do um, you look at you know, two of the best defensive sides in, in the competition? Mm. Um, obviously, Bulleye bringing in Nick Littler, mm. bringing back Guy Knight. Yeah. Um, so they didn't have them last year. So there's you know two massive players there. And, and Wollongong United looking good at the back as well with uh, Ben Brooks there too. So mm. massive game at the back, I, I believe. You talk about how free-flowing both attacks are yeah. with some of the players they have. But yeah, defence is massive in a game how like they, this.
0: How do they counter those attacks? United honestly couldn't have asked for a much better start. They've scored nine goals in the first two games, and Mitsuo Yamada, you'd think, would be key to this United squad.
1: Oh, massive, especially after your your hat trick last weekend. You sort of got to back mm. that up and show that you can compete with the top teams from there. So, yeah, massive game for him coming up.
0: Who are you looking to fire for for Buli this weekend? Who are you looking to fire for them?
1: Oh, just the usual suspects, I think. Yeah. Uh, Luke Van Zyl and you know Ben McDonald as well. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, just, just your standard stuff up the top. But, um, yeah, as I said, mentioned before, with defence, just tightening things up the back, mm-hmm. Nick Littler brought in. So, massive game from him. So, it'll be an interesting one to see.
0: I think Guy Knight's going to mark his official return to Balls Paddock with a bang. I'm tipping him to be man of the match, and I'm tipping a 2-1 win to Bulleye. Your tip?
1: I'm, uh, I'm going similar, actually. Uh, I'm tipping a 1-0 win to Bulleye, but mm-hmm. I'm going to go with uh, Littler, a man of the match. Yeah, man of the yeah, match. Clean so, sheet. Yeah, clean sheet. Uh, massive game from him as well.
0: Yep. For the next one, now this one I reckon is going into this, this is the, one of the most interesting games of the round. Coniston against Wanona, two thirty pm Saturday at JJ Kelly. I reckon this is a smoky for match of the round. Wanona show they've got goals in them. Cono will be on a high after six points from six, as we mentioned earlier.
1: Massive game, yeah. Like talking all about Bluey, United. Mm. This is this is probably a real one as well. Um, Coniston, Winuna. Yeah, literally six six points from two games for Cono. Um, obviously Winona they can show their quality as they mm. did for almost 80 minutes in that game against Port camel if they can close out a game then yeah this is going to be a cracker I think mm.
0: who will be more confident going into this one do you reckon
1: oh, definitely Coniston two from two mm. you got you got to ride that ride that uh, form going into the third, mm. third game after yeah. you know two wins and um yeah, they're just definitely playing with confidence at the moment. So At home as well. Definitely. Uh, with JJ Kelly. They love JJ Kelly Park, and don't Saturday they? They afternoon. love it. Yeah. It's a great, great ground to play on. Ball moves so well on that flat mm. surface. So, yeah, they love it.
0: What would be key for both sides to win this one?
1: Ooh, that's a tough one. Um, it, it could literally, as I said, could go either way. But um, I think just... I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tough one, as I said. Um, I think Winona just... Fixing up from last, last weekend at the back. Um, Coniston, they probably could have done a little bit better against South Coast United given their sort of start against Coromel. So if they can play the full 90 minutes, I think, mm. yeah, that'll be a big game.
0: I reckon the key for Winuna winning is unlocking Corey gross and that combination with Gordiosi and Patman and all that. The key for Conno is shutting, shutting <laughs> that, that down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, Yeah, I think. And Conno, the way... Their key game plan is switching that ball, getting it out on ice and wide, and they do it so well, getting that ball into the box. If they can lock out Haynes Gross and put in that that um, that strategy, so to speak, I expect a big game for them. I'll get your tip first. My tip.
1: Yep. I'm my back Winona. Back Winona? I'm a back Winona. Yeah. Um it'll be a close one. Um maybe like a two one. Yep. Two one Winona, Haynes Gross. I can't go past him no. after last weekend. After last, week, that was after last weekend, definitely Shoot. not. He, he, he'll <laughs> score, you know, a couple. or will set up both of them, if not one, at least. So, yeah.
0: He'll just set up every goal this year. Literally. Yeah, <laughs> literally.
1: I'll, I'll take him, take him. What do you reckon? Top assists and top goal scorer for the season? Oh, do a, do a no, hurricane?
0: I reckon Brendan Ron, Sharky, Park Patman's under the, uh, <laughs> under the radar. He yeah. is, definitely. Yeah. I've gone 2-2 and similar lines. I've gone Haynes Grossman of the Magic. can't go past that performance last no, week. You definitely can't. probably performance of the round last week. Another Saturday night game at Ian McClellan. We've got South Coast United against Carmel. A game which could go either way. Both sides without a point this year. Both wanting to get that valuable first point. What are you expecting from this game?
1: Oh, another massive grudge match, I think. Mm. Um, similar to the cringula Tara game. Um, two teams that are 0 from 2. You don't want to start season open three. No mm. one wants that, and it could be after this this round that it could be just two teams with zero points at the bottom of the table. So, well, there definitely will be. Definitely, yeah, unless um, you got draws oh, essentially. Draws, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but um, yeah, <laughs> no, it'll be yeah, massive game for either side. So, oh, I could swing either way. I mm. think so.
0: For South Coast, obviously we mentioned they were much improved last week at home. Maybe that had something to do with it on a Saturday night. What are you expecting from them this weekend?
1: Oh, massive one. Um, you know, obviously restructured after that first round loss to Port. Um, come back to home, you know, fix things up, actually play football um, yeah. and make a decent game out of it. Mm. Um, it was only sort of 2-0 at one stage, but they brought it right back yeah. to make it 2-1 and then it set up a frantic finish. So if they can close out, you know, really play with some passion and, and close out sort of the opposition's attack, to make it a close game for the majority of the game, they might jag a goal you know late on and, and take the win from there.
0: on the other side of the fence from Coromel, not the way they would have liked to started, obviously they've got a couple of key players brought in this year. What are you expecting from them this weekend?
1: Yeah, I mean we haven't really seen them you know, at, their, at, their, at, their, uh, at their best at yeah. their best. We haven't really seen him at their best, definitely not. Um, so, as you said, brought in a couple of players. They might have taken some time to sort of gel on the field a little bit, um, give it a couple more weeks. Uh, I thought Sandy Lowcock has been pretty good in his first two games for him mm-hmm. um, up top. So, that's another key thing for South Coast United to keep him out of the game. Um, and if, Thanks for the tip. Yeah, yeah no <laughs> worries, literally, there you go. Mate, I'm all over it. So, yeah, Sandy, Le- Sandy Lowcock will be a massive outlet for them. So, give him the ball.
0: Now, I don't give my tip for this one, so I'll get your tip.
1: Look, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm going to go <laughs> Everyone Carmel. Everyone says that every week. Literally. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go Carmel. It'll be a close one. i um, given after last week, so uh, I'm going to pick a 2-0 Carmel. Man of the match? Local. Low-cock. We'll stick with low at the top right, I'll make sure I'll make yeah. sure that's not the case Yeah <laughs> Maybe uh, stick the wrench in my works For my tip <laughs> So <laughs> uh,
0: Next one Sunday, A couple of Sunday Arvo games this week We've got Bolambi And Wollongong Olympic 2.30pm at Elizabeth Park Bolambi's returned to Elizabeth It's quite intriguing this one Because if I do recall Last year This exact game At Elizabeth Park Was a 2-0 draw And Martinoski snatched an and With like, the last kick or something so look, an intriguing game with powerhouse Olympic going up against a surprising underdog in Blampy, and everyone loves an underdog. What can we expect from this one?
1: Oh, underdogs, I think. Yeah, yeah. Given last year, we all thought that Blampy were going to finish towards the bottom of the table, and then mm. you know they obviously blitzed it. Um, obviously, they've lost a fair few players from last season, but it's yep. been a strong start for them. Um, given their one-all draw against Albion Park White Eagles, so mm. they know they can play with you know the better teams in the competition. So. Um, I, I think if they can, you know, give it back to to Wollongong Olympic, who are such a you know strong attacking side, then yeah, they can pick a result mm. in this one.
0: Who will we, who's going to be key for Olympic this weekend? Though obviously they've got a lot of players around the park, strong players around the park rather. What's going to be the key for them?
1: Um, well, I mean, they've only Albion Park, as I said, Albion Park only scored one goal against Bluey last weekend, mm. so their attack is huge. Um, so they'll be looking for those, um, you know, those main attackers that they've got Josh McDonald Hikaru Kawasaki um, so huge game for them ones uh, for those types of guys as well so um, as as also mentioning uh, Tori Mizumichi as well he's he's started the season with a pretty big Mm. bang I know you've picked him the last couple of weeks for good games I think
0: he's come on half time both games and after he's come on the games just flipped on and said to well Olympics you look at it as well. look at their
1: second halves in the last two weeks mm. both all six goals they've scored have been in the second half so yeah. Um, yeah massive inclusion from him as well
0: and for the Rosellas can they cause an upset here
1: possibly I might not predict it though <laughs> I might might stick with the long Island Olympic but yeah. yeah it's definitely on, the cards. on um, the cards yeah picking a picking a goal early really you know building a lead and then hopefully holding out you know winning Olympic in the second half mm. to sort of shut them down from there
0: what do you reckon we can expect from the Rosellas this weekend
1: a lot of passion, I think. of Paths are sort of a fortress for them. They love playing there, it's, don't they?
0: It's one of the... It's one of the... There's, there's grounds in the league where there's like this... So you touch on home ground advantage... Elizabeth Park Genuinely gives you A home ground advantage You have people in your ear The whole 90 minutes That, that hill It's
1: literally like The Sydney FC Cove Or oh, it's not, RBB it's it's Wanderers it's, it's literally both hills Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they swap they, Whatever way in you're on they'll, they'll The worst ones up. will go As in like the ones That will give it to you the most Will, will swap mm. And yeah They give it to you alright And oh It's a cracker to watch As a fan as well If you're a neutral It's fantastic It's great yeah. So yeah oh, Great support they have Down in Bolivia mm.
0: And I'll get you tips
1: um, I'm going to stick with you know Wollongong Olympic yep. um, you know given their second half performances the last couple of weeks I think if they can start a lot stronger that'll be a cruisier victory um, so we'll go with Wollongong Olympic maybe like a 3-1 yep um, and tip Josh McDonald oh, we're so close so I've close
0: got, I've got 3-1 Olympic and man of the match Kawasaki Jeez, <laughs> just
1: picking different strikers I'm assuming nah, yeah, yeah, yeah how's just, that nah,
0: take your pick
1: well we better be right then if we're both picking it one of us is going to be right. Surely, yeah.
0: <laughs> Last game of the round on Sunday, Arvo. We've got Paul Kembler up against Albion Park White Eagles. Two thirty PM Sunday at Wetherall Park. This is honestly a huge game for both clubs. Albion Park's obviously new coach Alvin Chekley, one of the most, the most prestigious, well, probably one of the most like, I don't know what's the word. Experienced players
1: to play in our region. Be- best, best, yep. player, best player, best player.
0: Yeah. I would say best player to play in our region. Fresh as a coach, first game he's coaching is against one of his old coaches as well. I think it was his first coach, if Possibly. I read correctly, yep. earlier. Albion Park obviously with a disappointing draw last week. They'll want to get back on track under the new leadership of Checkley. So what do we expect from the White Eagles this weekend, Nathan?
1: Oh, it's a massive one, I think. Mm. Jeez, um, you'd be picking Port Kembler um, after their performances in the last couple of weeks. Mm. Um, but then, yeah, Albion Park, they've... You know, you always say how teams play better under a new coach. You want to prove yourself, don't you? Mm, yeah, um,
0: especially the guy, the guy who's taken over as an ex-soccaroo, an ex-Sydney Sydney FC team of the decade yep. player, you know.
1: He's grand, played, how, many, how many grand finals has he won? He's played with the best, hasn't he? Yeah. yeah. So you really want to be showing your worth that you can, you know, play really well under him and hes he wants to be the one that picks you. So, yeah. Um, yeah, massive game for him. So I think they're going to come out absolutely firing.
0: Mm. And for Port Kembla, they've shown they've got goals in them, but they will want to have a better start than last week, won't
1: they? Oh, 100%. Um, yeah, I mean, it was 3 1 at half time, three sort of mm. quick goals um, towards the end of half, the end of the half. So if they can sort of close out that attack from Albion Park White Eagles, which they haven't found yet, they've mm. only scored two goals in those first yeah, two games. Know, yeah. And given their roster up front, um, you'd think there'd be a lot more. So yeah. uh, it, it could be a perfect week for Port Kembla to play them as well. And we talk about how good Albion Park's front. 30s. What about Port Kembla? Yeah, eight goals in two games does not go unnoticed. No, that, it that's massive. Doesn't. That's um, yeah, probably the best attack so far in the competition. So, um, yeah, big one.
0: And we've mentioned Jordan Nikolovsky being key there, but you also got other ones. You got Jaden Nikolovsky. you got Nuno Perez, you've got same you've got Vaughn Patterson pushing forward. You got Dave Polidora pushing forward as well. So, there is quite a few seasoned players who've played a long time in this league that know what this league is about. They can be key for them as well, but. Speaking of which, who are going to be the key players in this one to get the three points, do you reckon?
1: Oh, probably the ones you just mentioned. Yeah. Um, in Both attacks in both teams. Um, you know, you're Jordan Nikoloski, you're Nuno Perez, and then for Albion Park Williams, uh, Albion Park you JC Mack and mm. you're Julian Minutello. Um, yeah. Obviously, Minutello had a, had a good start to the season. He's, he scored um, in that first round. So they can, you know, both those attacks can sort of get on the mm. score sheet. Then it could be a very high attacking yep. affair.
0: And I'll get you tips.
1: Tips. Oh, this one's a hard one. I think. Mm. So I want to tip a draw, but I don't like tipping draws. So I hate nah. it. Um, I'm going to back Port Kembla after yeah. they finished last week. Uh, I think that their attacking prowess went up top um, looked really good towards the end of the game, and that was against a very strong defensive unit in Wununa. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to tip Port Kembla. Yeah. I'm going to tip uh, probably a two-one win, mm. but so not many goals. Not many goals. Ah. Um, as, as I know, we mentioned that. Attacking is good, but you know, always those types of games. There's always lots yeah, of opportunities, socks. but um, it just never sort of works for him. But I'm going to pick Vaughn Patterson as your man in the match. I, don't, I, think, yeah. I
0: think Josh did him his man yeah. the match last week as well.
1: Defensive defensive unit as mm. well as going forward as well. So yeah. it'll be a massive key part of him.
0: You're not going to like me. I've gone
1: 3-3. 3-3? 3-3. Six, six and goals.
0: Yeah, oh, I expect nothing less from these two. Goals, goals, goals. And... I'm going to stick with my guns from last week. I'm going Jordan Nikolovsky, man of the match again because he's been key for the first two weeks. But that is our round two preview review. I got this wrong last week. Was a yeah, round two review? I round it three wrong. preview. Yeah. Thanks. Welcome. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for coming on. Nah, that's Appreciate all good. It. it was good fun. Was good laugh. Better than the weekly, or oh, uh, Tim? No, I don't Tim, know. Listening,
1: Tim Gibson, <laughs> that guy, all about his stats. That man, yeah, He yeah. love, loves his stats. Stats loves his it. His loves it. Mm. Yeah, so nah, it's good fun. Both good are good life. fun. Good uh, thanks for having me. It's been nah. it's been great.
0: Pleasure. Thanks, guys. That did. <laughs> <laughs> I promised someone I'd say that. Hey. Eh? <laughs> oh, I just said to him, I said, "That's
1: it."